Well, hello there, and welcome to The CG Love Show with me, Charlotte Jenking. Here we will talk about creativity, mindset growth, and becoming the best version of you. Welcome to the CG Love Show. My name's Charlotte Jenkin from cgloves.com and the Creative Goddess Club. It's so amazing to connect with you again this week. It's been a couple of weeks. I was away in Scotland last week and we went to Edinburgh and to Loch Lomond and it was it was truly fantastic just to get away and explore another part of the country, not too far away from home. But we actually have um, quite a big trip coming up in the next month. So keep your eyes peeled on that one. So I'm returning today with the second myth-busting podcast session. I think the last one was was a true hit, to be honest. Um, I've had loads of good feedback from myth-busting episode number one. Um, it's actually had the most number of listens on the CG Love show so far. So super, super exciting stuff. Um, But today we're going to move on to the second myth and this is probably my favourite one out of the five that I'm going to be going through because I think it applies to so many people and it's probably the biggest myth out there when it comes to creativity. It was actually shared by someone who I admire a lot on Instagram and have connected with very, very recently She's of the Creatives Coffee Club and her name is Charlie India. Um, You'll see her on there if you go and see my uh, followers and following and you'll see uh, Creatives Coffee Club. And she is honestly such a beautiful soul. I truly, truly connect with her and like resonate with all the things that she has to say. And she is actually a lawyer and this this absolutely amazed me because I don't come across many people who are working in the professional sectors and they're so super, super passionate about creativity and, you know, drawing, just creating arts. And I'm just so captivated by all her content. So definitely go and check her out. But what she mentioned recently was that you can't be corporate and creative. She hears it a lot, but she doesn't believe it. And she's very, very passionate about why she doesn't believe it. And I I must say, I, I completely agree with this. You definitely can be corporate. And I, and I put this in inverted commas because corporate is, is a very sort of wide range of different types of roles. It, you know, you could be working... Um, in a professional sector, you could be working in other types of sectors, but you could still be considered as corporates as such. Um, but I suppose the way I see it is you work in an office, um, there's a lot of uh, rigidity maybe with like the systems and um, it's all very like structured. Um, I used to work as a chartered surveyor, so we we worked in a, a really nice office and it was all very shiny and exciting and lots of like suits and you know fancy work clothes going on so I think that's the way that a lot of people probably see like corporate 
in a sense, but when I say corporates, I do mean like a whole wide range of, of um, you know, roles. It's not necessarily just like working in a profession as such, but going back to the points, you can't be corporate and creative. Here we hit another block because we've got creative and what does creative actually mean? That's the question and it's a huge debate. It's something that a lot of people don't really like dig deep down into I think because a lot of people tend to think being creative is being able to draw for example or being able to paint, create arts and a lot of people think because they weren't good at that at school that means that they can't be good at it now. They've sort of put themselves in that box of like, I am not creative, you know, I'm not arty, so I'm not creative, that kind of notion. Well, and, and I disagree with this as well because I think people can be creative in so many different ways. It's something that is, you know, within anyone's reach, I think, being creative. You can be creative in terms of like how you arrange things in your home, like, you know, sort of in maybe down an interior design route, but even just from like an organizational perspective, you could organize things in a, in a particularly interesting way um, in terms of the way that you see things and how you picture things. It's all very, very wide in terms of the range that you can reach with, with creativity. And it's it's open for everyone. It's an open door. It's not just for those people who got an A in art at school, you know, it's, it's just not like that anymore. You can be creative in different ways to what you think you used to have to be. Um, so I just wanted to clear that up, the definitions of like corporate and creative, but I'm going to go through three reasons why I think the fact that people say you can't be corporate and creative, like that is not true. That is a total myth. I'm going to go through three reasons why I think this is just so untrue. So for starters, let's talk about the multi-passionate people in the room here. Hello, <laughs> I am a multi-passionate person. I am fascinated by so many different things. Like when I was younger, I went through a phase of wanting to do astrophysics at school. Like that is so random for me because I, I didn't particularly love maths, but I loved the idea of like space and um, like astronomy and everything. So that was a, a very sciencey thing that I was interested in at school. But then at the same time, I loved creating art and I loved taking photos and I loved baking sometimes. You know, these are all things that you know, I guess would be considered quite creative and writing as well. I did lots of writing subjects like history and I also enjoyed aspects of other um, writing subjects too. So it's just one of those where I, I don't think I could put myself in a box of being arty, particularly at school, because there were other aspects to my personality, other things I was interested in. Um, maybe overall I would say I was an arty, creative person, but the direction that I ended up going in wasn't wasn't an arty one really. I went to university and did history, which is creative in the sense that you're writing your own pieces, 
but you are still limited in in the area of the topic that you're you're writing in so it wasn't creative as such and then when I qualified um when I qualified when I graduated I ended up doing a master's degree in property and this this was something that I don't consider to be creative at all really from from my perspective it was it was very much like fact-based very much um you know like valuation is very you know based on numbers and there was there was some aspects um where where we did writing but to to be honest that that was that was even less creative than my first degree so so and during this time I just didn't I didn't really dabble in any creative aspects um of the, my life that I used to dabble in really um occasionally I take photos on my phone and I quite like to you know try some new like interesting angles but in general I'd say it wasn't really something I was paying attention to at the time so following on from university um I trained to be a chartered surveyor in valuation so that is not a very creative side of me at all. I ended up following this path, you know, from a very like perspective of, well, I want the job security and I want to have the financial security and that's perfectly fine. I wanted a job that was going to give me those things. I wanted to be able to do more things in my life. I, I wanted to ha- to be earning a decent salary and I had interest in buildings, but maybe not so much from the perspective of the role that I was doing in terms of like valuing them. I love, I love looking at buildings. I'm absolutely fascinated by architecture, but in terms of, yeah, that side of what I was doing wasn't the thing that really interested me about the property itself. So those parts weren't creative. And at that time, again, I was taking photos, you know, there was an aspect of creativity to my personality, definitely. I've always loved like you know, since Instagram's existed I've always loved messing around with the the editing of the photos and trying out different angles like I said that was probably the most like creative aspect of my personality um, and I love browsing like lovely photos and magazines and things and you know travel photos but on in terms of the the main path that I was pursuing in my life it wasn't really a creative one. Um, so this is why I'm saying like multi-passionate. Yeah, I loved I loved aspects of property. Um, when I was younger, I loved astrophysics. Yeah, I loved looking at astronomy related things. And yeah, I I just had a lot of a lot of passions really. Um, and I I pursued a few of them. Maybe not some not for not a, as long a time as others, but it was definitely. Some, something that I probably didn't realize at the time, but I do have a lot of interests. Um, so when people go into these, um, you know, these jobs that I started, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not creative people. It just means that, you know, that's that's maybe what they're interested in, in working in terms of environments. It's maybe the kind of um, role that they saw themselves working in and it's the kind of salary that they they are really chasing and so they can provide some security in their life as well so it can be for a number of aspects how like why we choose our jobs but it doesn't mean to say that on the side they aren't enjoying creativity unfortunately i must say a lot of people do end up losing that side of them if they are a multi-passionate person 
because their job does end up taking up a lot of their life and they just find that it does drain them a lot so the creative side of them maybe does lag a little bit but that doesn't mean to say that there isn't that creativity still inside of them waiting to come out and that's kind of where I come in (laughs) but I won't talk about that now but yes the first type of person you know they're a multi-passionate person and they love their job they also love being creative maybe sometimes they don't act on it but they are definitely passionate about lots of different things including the job that they work in if I'm being honest I envy these people quite a lot really because they enjoy what they do as a job but they also have other passions but at the same time I do also not envy them so much because there is a lot going on in their life that they want to do and maybe they feel overwhelmed with all the options available to them and maybe they use up a lot of energy because they are passionate about what they do at work and they're passionate about other things in their life so maybe they they lack in energy a bit and it, it can maybe leave them feeling a bit drained perhaps. And then we've got the second type of person. We, we have the type of person that I think I fit into um, in terms of it, the avatar of this person. Um, someone who chooses to work um, as a corporate, um, if, if you want to call them that, um, but ends up feeling uninspired by that role as they go through the years or, or however long um, of working in that role. And they decide that they actually do want to do something creative with their life. Um, And I don't think this is an unusual thing, to be honest. Like, I think, especially during COVID and all the, like, the pandemic with lockdowns, it's definitely brought um, the spark inside of people where they've wanted to start creating something on the side, or maybe they've been on furlough and they've wanted to keep themselves busy with something. And they've actually discovered that this is really what lights them up. Maybe they've they've realized for the first time that their job doesn't actually inspire them as much as they thought it did. And it couldn't it doesn't have to be like an active dislike towards their job or anything. It could be this just this new epiphany that they've had where where in comparison to what they've they've started to do on the side creatively, it's actually just made them realize Um, So I guess that category could split into two really, you know, you've got the ones that have realised because they've started doing something creative and you've got the ones that that maybe don't like their jobs at all and they're actively seeking. So you've, you've got the sort of the actively seeking like directly and then you've got the like indirect approach of kind of like they've just stumbled on it. Um, So these types of people I feel bad for them in a sense and you know the way that I did when I did I wasn't so keen on on my job and I didn't think it was lighting me up as as much as I'd hoped it would I was feeling in a very stuck position because I was still working the job but at the same time I was feeling like I just didn't really want to be doing this for a number of years up until retirement I wanted to find something that was really going to spark something inside of me a new kind of energy and I believed that that was going to be a creative passion so that's the kind of thing that these types of people experience and you've got the people who didn't actually realize that their job wasn't inspiring them as much but maybe they think well I'll continue to work my job but on the side I'll I'll build up a creative business to to give myself a bit of balance and 
those are the types of people that I also feel like I can help a lot because balance is something that I really, really believe in, in terms of like just having in your life a sense of, you know, creative balance against the like more rigidity um, aspect of the, the working environments where you're, you're employed by someone else and you have to follow their systems and way, ways of doing things. So that's, that's the kind of thing um, I think that these people experience and it's something that they definitely um, would struggle with, I think, because at the same time as the first um, type of person losing a lot of energy over being so passionate about everything. Um, the second person, I think, is losing a lot of energy maybe because they're feeling quite concerned. Uh, maybe it's affecting them mentally, thinking, well, I, I, I'm really desperate to find something else to, to do on the side or maybe to turn into a full-time thing. But they just can't figure it out and they're feeling very confused and very overwhelmed. So I suppose what I'm saying for this uh, category two type of person, it's just that they they are corporates, but maybe they just thought they had to be to begin with. Maybe they didn't realize they were so creative, but they, they have realized now that they are both. They are working in a corporate environment, but they're also really keen to connect with their creative passion. And my final point on the type three kind of person is something I touched on at the beginning really, but I think it, it, it should have its own category. So there are people who are working in corporate jobs, but they are creative, but maybe they just don't know it because they're creative in other ways. They're creative in terms of system systemizing things, creating processes, Maybe they're creative in terms of building relationships with people. This is something that has really blown my mind recently. You can be creative in so many different ways. And this is something that I think we really need to get out there into the world because it is still kind of, I feel like we are still stuck in that box of like, oh, creativity is such and such or creativity involves bright colors and painting. But what if this kind of person in category three, what if they get home after the end of their day in, in the corporate role, corporate environment, whatever you want to call it, they get home and they start cooking. But instead of following the recipe, you know, step by step, word by word, they want to get a bit, well, creative and they start adding their own ingredients to create the perfect flavor for their pasta sauce or their curry or something. So these are all things that we just need to acknowledge. And and th this person in category three, they might not necessarily want to pursue a creative passion in any sense. They, you know, they could, if they wanted to, create their own recipes and things like that. But maybe they just enjoy being creative when they're cooking or when they're baking or just, you know, when they're organizing the house and maybe they're using color coordination or something and they're using it in a really different way. And that's that's how they want to how they want to do things. They don't have to want to create a business out of it, create any income. It might just be something that they actually enjoy doing. But in this sense, they they, they don't necessarily realize it. So yeah, I hope you found this really useful. Um, I've just really enjoyed sharing these with you because it's definitely something that we don't really dig, dig deep enough into, I think, about the corporate and creative thing. You know, can they exist together? 
And I must say that when I first started the Creative Goddess Club, um, I, it actually had a previous name called From Corporate to Creator. And at the time, I thought that that was me. I thought, you know, I worked in a corporate job and now I'm doing creative things. So corporate to creator, but and that, that was fair enough. And it had quite a nice ring to it, to be fair. But the thing is, I felt like it just wasn't going to work because there are a lot of people out there who are corporates and creative. And I didn't wanna send out the wrong message to people because I want to help people who work in corporate roles uh, connect with their creative side. And I don't necessarily think they should want to leave their job or they should, you know, be feeling any animosity towards their job or anything like that. It's it's something that, that can exist together, corporate and creativity. So the question I want to put out to you is, what do you consider yourself to be? What, what category do you fit in? Are you one, the multi-passionate person who enjoys their job, but also enjoys getting creative and feels like they kind of get involved in that um, on a, you know, not necessarily a daily basis, but maybe on a weekly or a monthly basis. They have lots of things going on that they're passionate about in their lives and they do fit into different categories. Or do you think you're the second person, the person that maybe accidentally stumbled on creativity whilst working in a corporate job? And maybe they've realized that they're not so passionate about their job and that they're more passionate about being creative or the person who's directly looking for something creative because they believe that that is what's going to give them that fulfillment in their life. Or maybe you think you're category three, you're creative in other ways. Maybe this podcast has made you realize that you are actually a creative person. Maybe you are that person that loves the cooking and likes to create their own flavors. I'd love to hear which one of these you are because it's just so interesting for me to understand how people see themselves and you know this can this can open so many doors for people to like move forward and discover new things about themselves and it could potentially be life-changing for them it was definitely life-changing for me when i uh, realized that it my job didn't light me up and i wanted to do something creative with my life and i believe that i could make it work there would be something out there for me so I'm going to wrap it up there, but I'd love to hear your views and your comments in the, um, maybe you want to review the podcast, maybe you want to share it on your stories and tag me at Creative Goddess Club on Instagram. That would be amazing. I'd just love to hear what you think about this. Um, and just in other news, I have been doing my creative Kickstarter calls, um, 30 minutes long, absolutely free with lovely, lovely ladies out there based on the surveys they filled in. And I've been learning so much. It's just been incredible. And I would love to meet you. So please go and take my survey and you will um, be able to have one of these creative Kickstarter calls with me. And in these calls, we will discuss your desires and struggles that you've been experiencing on your creative journey and actionable steps on how you can move forwards and just get to realize where your journey is going to lead you. Also, if you haven't taken my Creative Goddess quiz, make sure you do, it's so much fun. And you will have the option to also subscribe to my newsletter, which is honestly, it's packed with value every week just for you. And I would just love to have more of you in my world because I'm looking for women who are like-minded to connect with me and then 
in the future hopefully connect with each other too as I'm hoping to build a membership so we can all start a community together of creatives. I'm really excited for all these things in the future that you know I'm sure will just be so incredible for everyone to experience and will benefit everyone loads. These are all just little sparks at the moment but I, I'm just so so excited for what the future holds for Creative Goddess Club and please make sure you follow me on Instagram cre- at Creative Goddess Club. I'll put the link in the show notes below because I'm always sharing value on there. You'll you always get a sneak peek of me behind the scenes. I like to share a few little behind the scenes ones and also um, of this upcoming trip that I'm taking with my partner. So you'll be able to stay in the know. So yeah, it's been incredible speaking to you today and I'm, I just really hope that you've got some value from this episode and let me know what you think. So have a fantastic weekend, enjoy your Friday evenings and I will speak to you next week. Bye. So what did you think? Show me some love and hit subscribe. In the meantime, go check out cgloves.com for more goodness. I'll speak to you next week.